so the gospel of the kingdom. Uh, I know that it's a, a, a phrase that we're familiar with. We're obviously seeing that expressed as many people have gone forth from the larger group of this gathering uh, in this area uh, to proclaim Christ Jesus in the world. So uh, starting with Matthew uh, 24, then they will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations because of my name. And at that time, many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many because law- <laughs> mislead many because lawlessness is increased. Most people's love will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. So, in this time, in this day, something very important has to be established in the world, and that is the gospel of the kingdom. It has to be proclaimed to the whole world. And we'll talk a little bit about, in a minute, about how the Lord is tarrying and not returning, as many of the people who lived in that time assumed that he was coming immediately or within a short period of time. And the reason of the expectation of that, we should understand that the Lord has a purpose in that, why, why he's taking his time. So a couple of terms to go over. The word gospel or good news is based on the actual root word, eugangelia. So that is the common use of the word before Jesus coined the singular phrase of it. So I should have practiced this a little bit more. Yes, the, the E word up there. So the common use in the time was that it was the conquests of a king. And it would go to all the realm that that king had influence over, and they would proclaim victories and military, ba- and military battles and just how good this person was to be your ruler. But Jesus turns it on its ear, and he invokes a singular form of the word. So instead of being in multiple stories, he focuses it on one story, one proclamation, that there is one message that now should go to everyone in the world, and that is his kingdom is here. So keeping that in mind, that that focus of the gospel is what he means, that this gospel of the kingdom shall go to the entire world before the end, before the ultimate enthronement where he sits in person back here on earth as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I, I believe that the gospel, this message is fairly simple. And I think it's very somewhat narrow in focus about what the gospel is. So let's take a look at John the Baptist. And as he's going out, Uh, Now, in those days, John the Baptist, this is, sorry, Matthew uh, 3, uh, verses 1 through 3. Now, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is the one who is referred to by Isaiah the prophet when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight. I think that, again, ties back to the mission in Isaiah points to what, the gospel really is about. It's proclamation of God's authority on earth expressed in Christ Jesus. And that is 
in fullness what we will see it at one point, coming in the future when he returns. So does anybody know what Jesus' first actions were in ministry? What happened when, right when he started? Okay. Well, so before he stepped out in public ministry, what, did he, what happened with him? Okay, he was tempted in the wilderness. So let's take a look at Luke 4. So after he returns from being tempted in the wilderness, see what's described. And Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Uh, the Luke 4, sorry, Luke 4, 14 through 21. Uh, returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news about him spread through all the surrounding district. And he began teaching in the synagogues and was praised by all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And, was in, and as was his custom, he entered the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read from the book. And the book of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. And he opened the book and found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach, good, preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the release to the captives and recovery of the sight to the blind. He, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And at that statement, he closed the book and says, basically to, to, this, to this audience, this is a new thing, will be a new thing to them. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to, began to say to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So this very critical mission of the Messiah in the book of Isaiah has been fulfilled that this is to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord, the year of the Lord's favor. So after he does this, it's in the synagogue, so Matthew 4 speaks of the same time frame. So what does Jesus go out and start proclaiming? We know what John the Baptist was saying. Exactly. It's repent for the kingdom of heaven is his hand. So now when Jesus heard that John had been taken into custody, he withdrew into the Galilee and leaving Nazareth. He came and settled in Capernaum, which is by the sea in the region of Zebulon and Naphtali. Um, this was to fill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah, the land of Zebulon and the land of Naphtali, uh, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who were sitting in darkness saw a great light, and those who were sitting in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. From that time. So whenever Jesus would go out, he was proclaiming the kingdom that it was truly arrived. And as he had pointed out, he was the fulfillment of that kingdom. So in his proclamation, repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, I think it is an immense importance to us to understand that we are truly in that time frame. That proclaiming the kingdom is something that is critical to us as we go forward. I'm going to skip ahead here because I'm, I'm going to chew up a lot of time if I don't. So um, he read from the scroll of Isaiah, Isaiah 61. But in Isaiah 61, there's a, an important thing to call out. So this is Isaiah 61, uh, 1 and the first part of 2. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me 
because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God. So going back to what Jesus said, he stops and hands the scroll back and says, after he says, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, he hands the scroll back and says, it's fulfilled in your hearing. But Isaiah calls out that there is a day, a day coming. And the reason that this really speaks to me, that we are truly in the year of the Lord's favor, I'm not a person who gets a lot of dreams. I, I, uh, that's not how the Lord really works with me, talks to me. It's usually more through revelation of his word. But I had a dream one night where I was talking to a group of people and I was reading this passage and with a great deal of urgency because at this point we are truly in the year of his favor and we have an obligation to tell the world of his kingdom and to proclaim that this is it. This is the time that he is appointed. And he is gracious. He wants everyone to come to a knowledge of him. So he's holding off his return. But there is a day coming. And so as I'm going through this passage and I'm talking about it, I get to this point where we're in the year of his favor, but there's a, the day is coming. And it's coming quickly. And at that point, I turned and I see him return. And I, I can't even begin to describe how much that just tore me apart to see him. And it was an explosion out of me. I fell to my knees. And truly, this thing burns in me because he has shown me something. It's not anything that I would have thought up or, or imagined, but he truly in his, in his mercy wants us to know and go for it and that we still have time and this is the year of his favor. And much like Jesse and his family are going out to do, truly, he will provide, he will cover and empower to proclaim his message, to proclaim his kingdom in this earth. Thank you.